This is the 415ers podcast brought to you by the Odyssey Sports Podcast Network and 95.7 The Game. Please feel free to download, rate, and subscribe. Five stars are appreciated. It's a Christmas season. Throw us a bone. Come yeah, on. Come it's the on. holidays. I mean, okay, so Mark. Uh, number one, Aaron Donald, I think, is the highest paid defensive player in the league. 30-ish million dollars a year. Oof. I would assume Nick Bosa is probably going to get little bit more than that and he probably deserves it based on the eventual dpoi that he's going to get at the end of this year entering his prime but when it comes to brock purdy this is a quarterback that has by his own merit by product of being in a fantastic situation by being in the perfect storm and being ready for the moment maybe most important of all, has created a a scenario for the 49ers where they legitimately got to think about kind of their quarterback hierarchy going into next year. So we've established that Jimmy Garoppolo in this hypothetical is not going to be a part of that. I don't think he will, although who knows? I mean, we thought he was going to be gone a year ago, and he's not. So You can't kill him. You just can't. <laughs> you can't kill Jimmy Garoppolo. You can't injure him, but you can't, <laughs> but you can't kill him. So Jimmy Garoppolo is out. Brock Purdy, Trey Lance. Peter King said earlier today, as we're recording this on on Tuesday, for all of those of you here on Wednesday, Peter King said earlier today that if Brock Purdy plays in the next six games, that would put him in the Super Bowl, and that would make him the unequivocal starter for 2023. So it's kind of a two-parter, but do fans out there really think that the 49ers would move off of a quarterback who helped them get to a Super Bowl first. I mean, I, I yes, if Brock Purdy gets you to the Super Bowl, win or loss, he's probably your starter going into next year, unless Trey Lance takes a Josh Allen-type leap in the offseason, which I don't think he's capable of doing right now. But, like, it, it, it is wild to think about how far Brock Purdy will have. He, he, he may have improved his stock more than any other quarterback in the history of football in a single half of a season in his rookie year. I mean, to go from the last guy picked in the draft to maybe your starter for a Super Bowl contender, winner, loser, runner-up team. Like uh, The Niners are at this point, when it comes to quarterbacks, they're just like rewrite, rewriting the books. I mean, the, these guys are just, it, it's, it's strange to think about, and it's hard to, to kind of put into perspective just because we've, we've never seen it before. Yeah, we're, we're trying to handicap the future of the Niners quarterback position, but the reality is, I mean, we tried to do the same thing last year, you know, at this point. What happens if they make a run? Is Jimmy Garoppolo, you know, still going to be the starter, or is Trey Lance going to take over? And, yeah. of course... Every like every single week, just a new turn in this quarterback saga for the 49ers. So the reality is, Evan, we're doing our best efforts to try to make sense of what this quarterback situation will look like in the offseason and into September and October and into the season next year. The reality is we're probably missing a lot of really important, strange things that will just happen because that's what happens for 49er quarterbacks. So, you know, we, we look back at this conversation in five months and we're going to be like, well, of course we were way off because we missed X. Something crazy happened and it's going to flip this whole situation 
on its head. Um, but I think if this is a relatively normal offseason, which the Niners have not been afforded recently, let's say that Brock Purdy goes to the Super Bowl, Niners win, Niners lose. Doesn't really matter, you know, what, what Peter King said. As long as he gets the team to the Super Bowl, he's going to be the team starter heading into the 2023 season. I honestly think I disagree. I think, first of all, it depends how he performs in the postseason, not just wins, but how is he playing? Is it similar to the 2019-2020 postseason one uh, run, excuse me, when Jimmy Garoppolo barely even needed to throw the ball before the Super Bowl? Does that matter at all? I almost think unless Brock Purdy wins the Super Bowl, wins the Super Bowl MVP, throws for 300 yards, two touchdowns, no interceptions, and they knock off the Chiefs, unless he does that, I think it's an open competition between him and Trey Lance heading into training camp next year. I think the Niners still feel that much of an obligation to Trey Lance that Unless Brock Purdy sets the world on fire in the postseason, it will be an open competition. That does not mean Brock Purdy won't win the job and still will be the starter from week one, but I'm not sure we'll hear Kyle Shanahan come out and say, there's no competition here. Purdy is our starter unless he goes on an epic postseason run. But in an open competition, doesn't there have to be someone that gets the benefit of the doubt? Like, I mean, they're, they're kind of two different quarterbacks in a way. I mean, Trey Lance is supposed to be a big arm athlete. I know he's supposed to be a pocket passer. Didn't really demonstrate himself to be so far in his career. But you look at Brock Purdy, and when it comes to Kyle Shanahan, I, I'm almost leaning towards Brock just based on the fact that, like, okay, so if, if you lay out Brock Purdy and Jimmy Garoppolo on paper, Jimmy Garoppolo this year, had a 107 quarterback rating. Brock Purdy's 110. And in the games that he started, Jimmy Garoppolo completed 67% of his passes. Brock Purdy's completed 68% of his passes. Yards per game. Jimmy Garoppolo has thrown for, in his starts, about 210 yards per game. I believe Brock Purdy is at like 212. Like, they are on paper exactly the same. And the eye test would tell you that the offense is far more explosive with Brock Purdy. Their points have been way up since going to him. If that's the case, Kyle Shanahan's already shown you that he is he's very comfortable with Jimmy Garoppolo. So why wouldn't he be com more comfortable with a, let's just put it as like a, a younger version, but slightly more athletic, maybe not as accurate, but maybe a better arm, and he can stretch the field a little bit more. Why wouldn't Kyle Shanahan put Brock Purdy as, yeah, let's say, QB1 and Trey Lance QB1A when it comes to an open competition next year? Maybe. Uh, I would ask you in a similar vein, if if Brock Purdy and Jimmy Garoppolo are so similar, uh, what's to say, who's to say that Kyle Shanahan won't make the same decision as he did this most recent offseason, when he crowned Trey Lance as the starting quarterback without any real competition. I mean, part of that was because of Jimmy Garoppolo's contract status, and they were going to go into the season with Nate Sudfeld as their number two, uh, and then, you know, Purdy as the three, and then the Garoppolo stuff happened, and, and Purdy beat out Sudfeld, and Purdy was the three, Garoppolo the two, and Lance the one. But certainly, if, if Kyle Shanahan was having his doubts about Trey Lance, 
and thought that Jimmy Garoppolo was far and away the better option for his team, they would have tried to sign him harder throughout, or probably part of me, they wouldn't have tried to trade him throughout the offseason. Then there wouldn't have been all that drama. He would have said, Hey, Jimmy, you're still our guy. You took us to the NFC Championship game. Congrats. You bought yourself another year while we wait for Trey Lance to develop. Uh, but he didn't make that decision. He gave the starting job to Trey Lance. He tried to trade Jimmy Garoppolo because he was most likely very comfortable with Trey Lance. Now, it didn't work out this season because of an injury, but who's to say he doesn't make that same decision again? I mean, to your point, Jimmy Garoppolo and Brock Purdy have been relatively similar. Now, a small sample size, and I think I do agree with you that Purdy has been a little more dynamic because he is a bit of a better athlete. The offense has been more explosive. I think a big part of that is Christian McCaffrey. Jimmy Garoppolo wasn't of... Uh, didn't didn't have the opportunity to play with McCaffrey for most of his starts this season. So McCaffrey certainly is a part of that. But I would just simply ask you, what's stopping Kyle Shanahan from making the same exact decision he made last offseason again this coming year? And to that, I would rebuttal, well, if Jimmy Garoppolo was under contract the entire summer and had the opportunity to go through OTAs and minicamp and training camp, Maybe he would have been the day one starter. Maybe. I mean, the you know, after he took over, unfortunately, during week two against Seattle and then the week after against Denver. And then after that, he, he you know, reports are coming out and he was saying, hey, look, I you know, haven't really had a chance to get my feet wet in this offense. It's slightly different. And I'm basically going through training camp during the regular season. So I, I understand what you're saying and, and I totally get it. Like, why wouldn't Kyle, you know, Kyle Shanahan has already quote unquote started the lesser quarterback already. So why wouldn't he give Trey Lance another chance? And that's, that is why I do think, and why I said at the beginning of our episode that Trey Lance is to me, the most surefire guy to be on the roster because he's already given Trey the benefit of the doubt before this next year, the question becomes, well, did Kyle learn his lesson or has Brock Purdy beaten into him based on what he does the rest of this year? enough to the point where Kyle's like, not that we're giving up on Trey, but we, we just, we got lucky. Like we found this guy who was a diamond in the rough and he's shown himself to be the best quarterback for this team, a team that is going to face some tough decisions this off season. And we'll break this down coming up, but just off the top of my head, like Jimmy Ward's going to be a free agent. Um, you know, the fact you got to pay Nick Bosa, a boatload of money is probably going to force you to constrict some other positions, penny pinch in different spots. Maybe you don't have as good of a roster as you do this year for Brock Purdy to step into. And maybe you counteract that with not bringing Jimmy back. Like there's a lot that financially, a lot of holes or hoops that they'll have to jump through, but I'm just thinking like, okay, so Trey Lance, Brock Purdy. Now, you know what your quarterback room is going to look like next year. Third quarterback, be damned. I think the Tom Brady conversation's off the table. Aaron Rodgers is probably off the table. Jimmy Garoppolo would be the most sensible quarterback to, to enter the equation, but we kind of wrote him off. So if you got those two guys, do you think that that is like a, a good thing to have the option between kind of your... Your proven unknown and your unproven known. <laughs> uh, it's an interesting question. I think 
in general, if you're talking about your product on the field, how how good your football team is, it's a good problem to have. I think it has the potential to be a little awkward because you have Mr. Irrelevant and, you know, the number three overall pick like that that could be a little strange it it could put the locker room in a tough situation because you have two guys you've you've you know at probably as we look ahead to the postseason you know won a postseason game potentially got to the nfc title game who knows if, if things go well you got to the super bowl and then, you know, and you got those wins with the seventh round rookie quarterback. And then on the other side, you have this guy who was, you know, the chosen one by the organization who was expected to be the next great quarterback in this storied franchise who you traded the future for uh, to, to get. And it, it could be awkward. It, you know, I think Trey Lance, we talked about this a little bit last week, seems to have a really good grasp on the situation. He's certainly competitive. He's going to do everything in his power to try to to win a starting job again. And, and Brock Purdy being a Mr. Irrelevant, I think he has a good sense of how to handle these kinds of situations because he never really expected to be this team's starting quarterback, at least this early in his career. He certainly had belief, but I'm sure if you could I honestly get an answer from him. He'd say, yeah, I did not expect this at all. So I, I think they can handle it well, but I think it could put the team or the organization in some awkward spots. And we'll probably, you know, see and, and hear some of that this offseason when these discussions really start rolling. But purely from a football standpoint, Evan, it's a fantastic problem to have because uh, if what we've seen from Brock Purdy is who he really is, you have a, a quarterback that you can win football games with, and you still have the promise of Trey Lance, who has all the physical tools you could want, has had some bad luck, hasn't always looked the best when you look back and, and break down the tape, but certainly has the ability to prove himself. I mean, it's an extremely small sample size for Trey Lance as well. So on the football field, and then jumping backwards really quick, they're both cheap as well. So on the football field, it is a great problem to have. But I will say there is the possibility that things could get a little bit strange inside the locker room when these conversations begin. But overall, I think the Niners are fine with dealing with, with that, considering everything that that quarterback room could allow them to do in the future. Yeah, just like you and I, Mark.